Well, folks, it's Jerry Adams and Shaw Rish. August Rish to Sulegum Circle will Shivsha Gumoy. I wrote a little piece in my Belfast Media Group column about Maura McCrory, and then I learned about the death of Sarah Cooper and Anna Rowe. And it just struck me that, you know, every week we're losing good friends and decent people. And, you know, I could write an obituary nearly every fortnight. And Anna Rowe was a, another stalwart, a good solid Republican, heavily involved in the National Graves and in Green Cross and from a, a family of Republicans. Her her father actually was a volunteer in the 1920s. And her brother, uh, Jimmy, centrally involved in the initial development of Casement Park, as well as uh, Geordie and Marie. And then... Sarah Cooper, who who worked tirelessly along with the late sister Sarah, highlighting the plight of Republican prisoners in England when her brother Q was incarcerated uh, there. And she also was uh, a fighter for justice and a stalwart of the local community and of common lower class gales. So to the Tana's families and to Sarah Cooper, as her married name was, Paul, well-known local chemist, and again, uh, a stalwart in this, this community, and to their children, Ma, Co, Verone. And Maura McCrory, I attended Maura's funeral last week, and it was actually uplifting to see so many of her friends from across the decades gathered in her honour and in respect and in solidarity with her family. And and Maura had been ill for uh, the last few years and particularly the last two years hadn't been out and about much. So I'm sure it was uh, a great consolation, some comfort to her clan that so many people remembered her as the stalwart, hugely well known as a defender of the political prisoners in the 70s and the 80s, and also as a, a feminist and a, a founder member of the Falls Women's Centre. And when Relatives Action Committee, which was made up of, as the name implies, relatives of the prisoners, uh, was a, established in the 1970s, the mid-1970s, Murra emerged, her, her son Alex was in the hits blocks, she emerged as one of her Later, she was articulate, she was courageous, she was fearless. She was a working-class woman steeped in the best of the ethos of working-class people, and she got a lot of that from her uh, mother. And she faced death squads and the wrath of the British Army and the RUC, and... 
challenged the criminalisation policy of the British government of that time. And, you know, labelling Republican activists as criminals, that's a strategy which is almost as old as the colonial involvement of England in our affairs. And indeed, some of our Irish political and media establishment figures continue in the South to pursue this policy to this very uh, day. But the Brits brought in criminalisation in 19... Uh, 75, and it took effect from the March, March the 1st, 1976. And the Relatives Action Committee, or committees, emerged from all, all of that. And there were hundreds of men and women, but particularly the women, the, the mothers and the wives and the partners and the daughters and the sisters, and the aunts of the men and the women held in Armagh Women's Prison and in other prisons throughout the the North. And Maura McCrory and Luddy Fitzsimmons and Mary Nellis and Bernadette McCulloskey and Kathleen Gallagher and hundreds more founded the and formed the backbone of that campaign. And Richard McCauley and I are just finishing a, a new book on the women in Armagh and the protests in in Armagh, hopefully to be published uh, in mid-May or thereabouts. And it was really interesting going through the photographs and here here you see these uh, mothers, sometimes grandmothers, wearing blankets, holding token hunger strikes, including my own mother, out on pickets in all weathers, organising marches and conferences, campaigning across the globe, but particularly within our own neighbourhoods. And the RAC became a formidable campaigning organisation. And despite the frequent abuse that they received, they were not intimidated. And then out of that emerged the National Hates Block, our MAG committee, and that involved political parties and individual politicians and campaigners, and Maura McCrory. She was on the National Committee. And uh, I remember remember as, as if it was yesterday in the Green Briar in the Glen Road in West Belfast, the conference to elect a new National Committee. And it was hugely dangerous times. Just two weeks before the Green Briar event, John Turnley, who was an independent councillor from North Antrim and a member of the National Committee, John was shot dead. Maura McCrory and her friend Miriam Daly were elected onto the National Committee and 11 days later, Miriam was shot and killed in her home in the Anderson Road by the UDA. And then four months later, in October 1980, two more members of the National Committee, Ronnie Bunting and Noel Little, were shot dead in Ronnie's home by a UDA gang, and in the following January, burned up McCulloskey, a very prominent campaigner for prisoners' rights. She and her husband, Michael, were shot and grievously wounded in their home and left for dead. And it's my firm belief and the belief of many, many people that all of these attacks involve collusion by the British Army and the IUC. But despite all of this, and I remember... The, the plastic bullets flying 
at us at different times as if they were flocks of uh, low-flying birds. Mara McCrory never wavered. She never faltered. She was a defiant voice. And she continued to campaign for prisoners' issues after the 1981 hunger strike, and especially in support of the women in Armagh jail who were enduring a punitive and violent strip search policy. And I mentioned that she helped uh, establish the Falls Women's Centre, and that centre has made a, a huge contribution on behalf of women, providing support and advice and active solidarity especially from women, <coughs> especially for women suffering from abuse. So Mara, like our friends Anna Rowe and Sarah Cooper, all taking slightly different paths and lives, is one of the indomitable Irish women who set aside their own fears and their own self-interest to work on behalf of others. She was a bold, fearless leader, a warm human being, very kind person, and she'd be sadly missed by her family and by all of us who had the honour to know her. So to all of her friends, to all of her colleagues, to her grandchildren, great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren, and to Alex, to Emmanuel, to Katrina, Brendan, Michelle, Martin, Shawning, and Rosemary, Bawalyam, Makov, Roan, Ayanov, Devsha, or Jace, Jay, Goro Ahanam. I published a, a book, new book last year, last August, called Black Mountain and Other Stories. And because of the pandemic, usually when you publish a book, you go out and about and you do signings and you do readings and you do a bit of promotion and so on. But I was not able to do many of those uh, events. And last August, I wasn't that worried, you know, uh, I, I thought, well, sure, we'll pick up on this closer to Christmas, but that didn't happen because, of course, the pandemic was still uh, raging. But now my day has come because the restrictions are loosening up. The pandemic's still there and we need to be careful and to continue to take all the precautions. But Black Mountain will soon be available at a venue near you. So watch out for local details if you live in Straban or South Armagh or Don Patrick or Hilltown or Bally McNabb, what a great name, or North Belfast. Expect to see me soon, the Coon of Je. And if you cannot wait for then, well, why not get a copy online from Anishog at 55 Falls Road or at Facebook on Anishog or from Sinn Féin books. The opposition to the unionist leaders to the possibility that a non-unionist or a Republican could be elected by the people in the next election to become First Minister. That you could be in a position where there's a Sinn Féin First Minister. And despite all the conflict within political unionism, that's one thing that they're united on. They're opposed to that. So what, what are we to make of this? In part, well, it depends who you're talking about. Perhaps some of it's a purely sectarian issue. I mean, Jim Allister, in fairness, is opposed to everything. 
But for others, it's because the election of a Republican First Minister exposes the very basis of the Northern State. Because the Northern State was always intended to be ruled by unionism in the interest of unionism and to the exclusion of everybody else. And it also challenges the core fundamental conviction of many unionists who believe that they have the right to veto any decision or outcome that's not in their interests, including the democratic outcome of an election. So the Assembly election on May 5th provides an opportunity to challenge this on democratic biased and discriminatory philosophy. Will there be a Republican First Minister? I don't know. But I know it's for the people to decide, and I know that's what I want, and I know that's what I will campaign and work for and encourage and motivate and appeal to others in my broad collection and my broad peer group with my neighbours and everybody else who will listen to me. But whatever the outcome is, whatever the people decide has to be accepted. And for those who, you know, aren't sure who to vote for, well then listen to the policies. Listen to the arguments from all the parties and whether it's on the constitutional question or on broader policy issues, make your decision based on the facts. Now, I know that some nationalists and some Republicans have doubts at different times about the worth of the Assembly. And that's particularly the case when the DUP play fast and loose with the Good Friday Agreement and its institutions. But we need to be short, long-sighted about this. We, including the DUP, are living in a time of transition. That's regardless of who is elected as first or deputy first minister. The process of transition, the process of change is going to continue, whatever the results of this next election. And DUP leaders know this. Some of them know that the game is up. But it's not over. And for them, it's all about the union. Is the Assembly the end goal for Republicans? Of course not. Ending the union is our objective. The people should decide the future and all the elements of it. I, for one, want to live in a real republic, a national republic, based on the 1916 proclamation, but that's a democratic choice. That's again for the people to decide. But first, those of us who need and want that need to end the union. We need to create a new national democracy. And in the meantime, or maybe, maybe even as part of that new national democracy, maybe even as part of that new dispensation, it may also be good to have a regional chamber, a space for parties to debate their differences and for public representatives to get to know each other. One hopeful sign, even in these fraught times, is how so many political opponents united in their expressions of solidarity with Christopher Stalford's wife and family and his DUP colleagues after Christopher's sudden death. And for once, our common humanity and decency ruled. And I couldn't help reflecting if we conducted 
all of our business in that respectful, uh, tolerant way. Because it's clear that behind the scenes that those who are in politics and who have a mandate and who share debating chambers, and I know there are exceptions to this, have got to know each other better and have got to value uh, some of the personal traits and the, the personalities, whatever their politics. And I think that was a good thing. So for them all, and thinking of Christopher Stalford's family, let's try and present our case as best we can in the same way as we greeted this colleague's sudden death. And then going back to the broad theme of what I'm saying here, that change is coming, I think we'll go out with the great Sam Cooke and a change is going to come. Stay strong, Kula Bula, Chifime Shivsha, Gunyuri Anta, Libsha Gunyur. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. Cause I don't know what's up there. Beyond the sky It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Oh yes it will I go to the movie And I go downtown Somebody Keep telling me don't hang around It's been a long, a long time coming But I know a change gonna come Oh, yes it will Then I go to my brother Say, brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me back down on my knees. No, there have been times that I thought I couldn't last for long. I'm
coming, but I know change gonna come. 